0: Welcome to the one year anniversary edition of Health with Hashimoto's. I'm so thankful that you're here. I'm so honored to be able to speak into your earbuds every week and help you learn about Hashimoto's and help you learn what you can do. I had a question from a friend the other day asking me about something specific with you know, her thyroid and Hashimoto's. And I got to explain, once again, my perspective. And I hope that you hear this perspective in every single episode. And that's that I want you to focus on the root causes, because just reactionary medicine doesn't help any of us. We have to address the things that are causing our problems. If you're not addressing the causes, then you're just patching things up continually. And that's just not fun. (laughs) I grew up in a very old house. I live in the Midwest. So very old in the Midwest, my house was a 100 years old. I understand if you live on the east coast of the US, or especially in Europe, like a 100 years old could be like a baby house. But here, it's, it's an old house. And we were constantly fixing things up constantly. And it's really, really tiring. It's really tiring to live in a house where you don't know what's going to break next. It's really tiring to live in a house where things just look kind of gross sometimes in a state of disrepair. And like, you just never know what you're going to find. That's kind of what your health is if you're kind of in maintenance mode, if you're always patching things up. And that's what Western medicine does. If you are not addressing the root cause, if you are relying just on medications like Synthroid, Levothyroxine, even Armor, things like that to, quote, fix you, it's not going to happen because those things address what happens after your thyroid is already damaged. They do not address why your thyroid is being damaged in the first place. They're not helping you fix what's going on. They're just patching up the symptoms and the problems that result from a damaged thyroid. I hope you know that. I hope that you have learned that over this past year or however long you have been listening to me because I want you to feel better. That's always the goal. So on this one year anniversary episode, actually tomorrow, um, Friday, August 25th will be exactly one year from episode one going live. What does late August look like for you? For most of us, at least in this season of life, you know, middle age, you've you're wrapping up summer and you're gearing up for back to school, whether you have kids in elementary school, middle school, junior high, high school, college, whatever it is, it's like the last part of August, you feel like it's still summer because it's crazy hot outside. And yet it also, there's definitely a season change because it's a change in our lives. I typically wrap up August, mid-August with an incredible gift for my husband. He lets me go on an introvert retreat every year. And I say let's because I mean, let's be honest, he he makes it happen. Um, there's no way that I would just leave my family. He's an amazing dad. He does so much of the work. But it can feel kind of awkward to just like leave my family and go on a vacation by myself, right? You probably understand Let me tell you about my introvert retreat and it is, it is the best gift. So I am an introvert, obviously. That's why I would go on an introvert retreat. And I don't remember when it started. I think the first year I did it. It was very early into our homeschooling journey, so I was homeschooling um, probably all four boys at that time. I don't remember if the littlest ones were yet technically in school, Um, but I just went away. I went to a cabin on the north shore of Lake Superior. Uh, It does technically have electricity, but I didn't fiddle with it because sometimes it doesn't work. So, I just kept the solar panels off or, you know, I just didn't turn them on, didn't connect them. And I just lived by the rhythm of the sun. And I planned out our homeschool year. I planned out my goals for each of the kids. Um, I planned out my goals for the year. I looked at my business. I made goals. It was an amazing time just to be away from everything. There was no cell phone reception at the cabin. There is a little bit now. Um, And like I said, hardly any electricity. So I was really like just in solitude. It was amazing. Um, I didn't love going hiking by myself. I went outside in nature every day. There are a lot of bears and other things. I mean, I saw so much bear poop. I see so much bear poop every single time I go up there. So I know that there's bears. I've never seen one. But the next year, I invited my sister, who is also a very, very much of an introvert. And so we went together. And when we're there, we kind of just ignore each other. We decided at the very beginning that if we wanted to talk, that's cool, but we would have the expectation that we just weren't going to chat very much. We would turn on some music when we're eating because neither of us like to hear chewing noises. I turn on music when I am eating by myself because i don't want to hear myself chew Uh, it stresses me out it literally like causes that fight and flight um feeling within me i feel like i'm gonna crawl out of my skin so music while we're eating um there's turkeys walking through my yard wild turkeys one two three four five six there's like a dozen turkeys just walking through the yard Cool. All right, there's a little glimpse into my life. Um (laughs) I think I think they're adults. I've seen the two moms and a whole bunch of babies. I think what happens is when the moms are brooding, then they like band together. I think there's two or three, and there's about a dozen chicks in between them. And then I've seen them wandering around in different fields, um, separate from the rest of the turkey flock and we see them every winter. Okay, anyway, what was I talking about? Introvert Retreat. So we now go up together and it's pretty quiet and we go on hikes together, which is so nice. Uh, If you've heard of the Appalachian Trail or Appalachian, Appalachian Trail, I don't know how you say it. Um, There is another trail that is, um, it's modeled after that trail and it is the Superior Hiking Trail. And so it goes from about Duluth which is at the point of Lake Superior all the way up to Canada. And so we hopped on the Superior Hiking Trail and did a couple stretches of that. It was really fun, just day hikes. We did not spend overnight outside. We went back to the cabin, Um, just got a lot of nature time, and it was amazing. So refreshing. If you can ever do that, do it. I really recommend it doesn't have to be an introvert retreat. Like if you're not an introvert, like go with a friend and chit chat. But being on that rhythm with the sun, like we were going to bed at nine o'clock because the sun went down at eight something. Like it was dark and it felt late. And uh, I would read a little bit, but I would read by candlelight. I did not read with my Kindle. I didn't have any artificial light. I did not use my phone um, much when I was in the cabin. Okay, I take that back. One day I sat where I had cell phone reception and I did a massive purge of my email inbox. I deleted over 1600 emails. So that felt really good. I've only missed one (laughs) since then. I was like, oops, shouldn't have deleted that one. But most of the time we were tech free. And so the sleep quality was great. I saw in my aura ring that my stress level, my stress response was really good. Everything was like we just work better (laughs) when we're working with nature. And it was fun. So if you can ever do that, I highly recommend it, whether you do it with a spouse or with a friend, or by yourself, whatever, if you can make that work. And like, even if you're at a spot where you're at a cabin, you probably can't do it like at a hotel or somewhere where there is like always electricity. But if you're in a spot where you have the option to turn off electricity, like there's no noise, there's no refrigerators, humming, the stuff that you don't even notice, but that's in the background, there was nothing. It was just the sound of the lake, the sound of the wind, the sound of the birds. Oh, and we had like bald eagles soaring or gliding right in front of the window between us and the lake. It was amazing. Okay, so most years I spend a lot of time planning for the next year. And last year, I planned this podcast. And I'm so excited to tell you about this last year of the podcast, because, you know, it's one year from when I planned it out. And I could not have dreamt of how well it went. Thank you so much for being here for listening. So let me give you some fun little statistics from the year. First of all, you and everybody else, you have listened to these episodes 27,000 times. Not each episode, you know, cumulatively. That is so amazing to me that I have been able to speak truth and help you 27,000 times. That's amazing. And the top played episodes um, is number two, is the number one episode played. And that one is about, are you just diagnosed with Hashimoto's? Three things to do today. And then Um, Number four is the next most popular um, episode, and that one is about the natural remedies, like what vitamins can you take and what things can you do naturally. And then um, the third is number three, which is what do your thyroid labs mean? I really love that I was able to help you out with just those basics in the first couple episodes. Other popular episodes are ones where I address food. If you have a specific food or anything that you want me to t- to talk about on future episodes, let me know. Um, so the ones about food were for foods to avoid when you have Hashimoto's. A different one was navigating the diet maze. And then there were a couple about metabolism and energy that were also in the top ten. There were some others too. I just thought, That was very interesting and enlightening. It helps me to know what to talk about, what to focus on when I look at these statistics, because obviously that tells me what my listeners are interested in hearing about. I also had Hashimoto's health sessions over this past year, and that was really good because I was able to work one-on-one with people to help them figure out, you know, what's my next step. And we were able to do that from those And from my work as an RN and as a holistic health educator, all of my background, I was able to create the Holistic Hashimoto's course. I'm so excited about that. So we are in the founding round right now. The founders are working and um, going through it. I am working on getting feedback so that it is the perfect format for you so that when you join, you get the most results the fastest you can. So that is super fun to have done all of that in one year. Like all of these podcast episodes, 27,000 downloads, um, the different clients I've been able to serve, launching the course for the first time. And then also, of course, distributing my Hashimoto's 101 guide to you so that you can learn the basics. And so that you can say, okay, what exactly is this? And you can just read it. It's right there on your phone or print it out. And it's, you know, a guide. It's it's your 101 guide. It has been such a big year. And uh, guess what? At this year's um introvert retreat, I did not plan anything. <laughs> I have heard that launching a course can be a lot of work, and it was. I put a lot of work into like writing the course and writing the um just all the different aspects. There's so many moving pieces behind the scenes that you never know about um to launch a course so I was kind of tired and I had done so much work and so at this year's introvert retreat I just rested and it was wonderful I finished five books I was reading um Several other books. I think I use Storygraph, not Goodreads, for tracking my reading. And it said that I read over 2,000 pages. Uh, So it was a lot of reading. I do read rather quickly. And one of those books I didn't actually read through my eyes, I listened to it on an audiobook. Um, But still, it was just a very relaxing introvert retreat because there's seasons in our life. Like I said, at the beginning, right now, we're moving from summer into the school year. And I was also moving from a very busy year of starting this podcast and figuring out the tech and figuring out everything. uh, And then creating the course and launching the course, I just needed to rest. And it was really, really good. When's the last time you took some time to rest? Do you incorporate it into your seasons of life? I know we've talked about that on other episodes. I hope you do. So as we shift into the next season, I am pretty excited about this podcast. I have something really, really special for you coming up. I can't tell you about it quite yet because I don't have it finished, and also once I finish, then there's a couple other things that has to happen um, that are outside of my control. But I am so excited about it. It is going to help us as a community, and no, it is not a Facebook group. I thought about doing a Facebook group for the Health with Hashimoto's community because I hear from a lot of people that you're lonely like you feel like you're in this by yourself and some people don't want to talk about their health with others and that's okay but other people do want community and we want to find out is this normal and am I alone and what what are you experiencing we want to hear about each other's stories And I thought about doing a Facebook group. In fact, it is a recommendation in the podcasting world like, have a Facebook group for your community. And I really didn't want to do that. So I have a different announcement coming up, and I am excited about it. So stay tuned for that. So, big things are happening in this podcast world and also just in life. Uh, All four of my boys start back to school on Monday. Two of them are homeschooled and two of them go to school outside of the home, which means that I drive them to the bus every morning. And so I get some one-on-one time with those two as well. I know, like usually the bus comes to your house (laughs) or there's a bus stop where your kids walk to. Nope, not here. Uh, We live out in the country, so I actually have to drive them about 10 minutes to get to the bus stop and then they ride the bus the rest of the way so I get some one-on-one time with them and then I get a little bit of um, just alone time before I come home and homeschool the other two Thanks again for being part of this podcast and for making my first year so incredible. If you have not left a rating and review yet, will you do that for me? It would mean so much and it would help other people find the podcast. It doesn't take very long. You just go to the main um, podcast area. You can't do it in the episode area on Apple podcasts and then just scroll down and you'll see the area to leave the five stars and you can write a review. Thank you so much to those of you who have already done that. It means a lot. Right, I will see you next week on the Health with Hashimoto's podcast. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Please be sure to discuss any concerns and plans with your trusted healthcare professional.